0: Welcome, everyone, to That Kind of Nerds podcast, a weekly show where we break down what's going on in the nerdy world. I am CJ Mellon, joined by Joshua Burns and Brian Thornton. Why do I feel like I'm on the prices right every time you do that? I, that's, I was going real announcer voice for that You're one. You're the next
1: contestant. Come on down. Come on down. I'm that guy who bets like a dollar more. Yeah.
0: No, or, or the $1 guy. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that Ford Explorer, that's a dollar. Before we begin covering our wonderful topics for this week, I do want to take a quick moment and talk about the wonderful box that is Loot Crate. Loot Crate is a monthly subscription box service for geeks, nerds, comic book lovers, and pulp culture aficionados. Every month, subscribers receive a new mystery box full of collectibles, figurines, apparels, and awesome memorabilia, as we saw last month, too. Uh, Each box contains at least $45 in value, and many of the items are created just for the Loot Crate community. Uh, Each crate has a theme. This month's theme is Dystopia, so it focuses around Fallout and RoboCop and Bioshock. There's going to be a lot of fantastic items. You have until the 19th of every month to subscribe to that month's box, and then it is gone forever. So do yourself a favor and go get a coupon code for your first month. Go to thatkindofnerd.com slash Loot, L O O T. That's thatkennner kind of slash loot, L O O T. Josh wanted to take a quick minute though and talk about his upgraded box that he just got. You just got the DX box, right?
2: Uh, the DX power box, which is uh, well, it's it's a huge box. So when you when it comes to your door and you see it, you're super excited. But it was um, man, there was I sent you guys a bunch of pictures of what was in there. It was a, it was a pretty great box.
0: It was. I'm so jealous.
1: I um, I remember there being there was that that Mark II uh, Iron Man. No,
2: it was a a Mark
1: V, a metal five, metal metal Iron Iron Man. Man with like a functional arc reactor and like a Street Fighter like. Duffel bag. I was extremely
0: street yeah, The fighter. duffel bag was like the coolest thing. The oh, and oh, you got a skeleton shirt?
1: Uh, which
2: I'm wearing. This this badass oh, Skeletor shirt. So long jealous. sleeve t-shirt. And a Captain America snapback, which I wore. Uh, it's like here. Look. You can't see it. First-class selfie, me wearing my Captain America snapback.
0: <laughs> nice. Nice. The other thing, too, I like the, the pin. It was a picture of Stan Lee's face in the pal stuff and it's all exploding behind him. Yeah, it was very cool. Uh, but the fact that you had the six-inch light-up Iron Man figurine was probably the coolest thing of that entire box. It's so badass looking. It's 100% metal. It looks so good.
2: It was pretty sick. And I, I think the, the the thing that I took away is I don't know that it's something that I'm going to subscribe to on an annual basis, but when I, when I see a theme crate that I really like, I'll, I'll – Order upgrade this. Uh, yeah, no, not upgrade. No, because I keep my regular subscription. Just you, add another box. For one month only, right? So when, look, folks, when you hear a cool theme or you see it, you have until the 19th of the month to, to order it. Uh, if you're already a subscriber, you you know, you just do the additional one. I mean, find a buddy who would want to split it with you and go in on it together for one month. You get some cool stuff. But here's the thing. It's. A ridiculous amount of stuff, okay? You can go directly to www.thatkindofnerd.com slash loot. That'll link you to Loot Crate. You can upgrade for as little as a month or as much as a year if you want. Um, But I would definitely do it when you see a box, a a Loot Crate that you really like the theme, like power. Right? After, Brian, after we saw the Loot Crate last week, I could not wait for this DX box.
1: Yeah, I... Could not wait for you to get it because I'm stealing everything. <laughs> <laughs> Christian was standing oh, like up on a
2: chair over my shoulder as I'm. Oh, he's like, mine, mine, mine. <laughs> it took everything.
0: So uh, be awesome. Be cool. Just like Josh said, go to that kind of nerd slash loot. There's a coupon code. Save some money off this thing. Uh, so that way you don't pay full price. Don't don't be that person who pays full retail. Come on. Come on. We're helping you out. Go to thatkindofnerd.com slash loot. Now, this is interesting. This is the first time ever on the show we've actually done true, legitimate follow-up. We had talked about Comixology last week with their unlimited $6 subscription service, and we'd say unlimited with air quotes because we had a lot of questions about what's available, what's not available. Brian, you've got your iPad in front of you, and uh, I know you uh, downloaded the application. So what can you fill us in with this unlimited $6 deal? I, I do indeed have the iPad, and um, it's it's actually pretty solid.
1: So there was a, lo- a lot of questions about what was available um, ma- mainly, and a lot of pretty decent titles right off the bat. Not all of them are available. Uh, from issue well most of them are available from issue one um but you only get like certain amount of issues so for example hellboy you have the first three volumes of the trade paperback which is a good like 20 21 issues um spawn you have and this i'm not talking about like the relaunch of spawn this is the original release todd mcfarlane you have single issues all the way up to issue fourteen, so like some pretty solid amount but
0: of even, things. Can even I at tell six you? Six bucks though—that's that, a steal. Can yeah, I tell
2: absolutely. you that the, I told you about the comic book shop that when we, when they launched Spawn, instead of subscribing from issue one, I continued my subscription of like Silver Surfer or some shit. Mm-hmm. This is how dumb I was as a kid.
1: <laughs> um, but there is. A lot of content and, and I, I can't really go into all of it. Um I went into a little bit of it last week. Uh you have like Scott Pilgrim versus the World on here. You have some Star do have the, Trek. Do you get the entirety
0: of Scott Pilgrim
1: and The Walking Dead? Uh okay. As far as Scott Pilgrim goes, you're gonna have the first two volumes out of the six volume uh series. So good. Walking Dead, first two volumes, which is the first ten ten issues, um, that you can read under this membership and what about about boys boys that's a good question hang on one second i have to find boys now can i throw out random nouns to see if there's a
2: i'm actually gonna i'm gonna you know that you said the the uh which was the first trade paperback was the hellboy was you were talking about where hellboy
1: has the first three
2: then let me ask you this how much are each of those trade paperbacks
1: oh if we were to buy them in a in a store they're about 15 bucks a piece and at the rate that uh, an avid comic book
2: reader this is not me anymore I was when I was a kid I still I only made it like three quarters of the way through Civil War I just can't do it I can't read like I'm not illiterate I just can't sit down and read <laughs> so,
0: Josh this is a safe place it's, it's okay right right, it's right. Okay.
2: so I guess
1: my question is at what rate would you consume these trade paperbacks <laughs> um, I mean honestly it, as long if it's a good series I can read a solid trade paperback it usually takes me Maybe a day because it you know it's a good couple hours per per. But paperback. this is
2: something where if each one of these is fifteen to twenty dollars, and you are an avid comic book reader who's interested in trying some you know seeing some cool new stuff or maybe branching out a little bit, this could
1: save you a ton of money. a ton of money. I'm looking so- at I'm looking at Boys to answer your question, Josh. The uh, first fourteen issues of Boys is
0: available for you to just borrow. Uh, so this this, m- this sounds pretty good. This sounds – even though it's not unlimited truly the way that we want to, the amount of reading that you can get for $6 is pretty much That's
2: a great value. Unlimited. Yeah. It's That's a, a fantastic
0: value. value. I, I'm very,
1: very impressed with it. Um, I'm going to start reading some stuff that I haven't uh, either – haven't read in a long time like Hellboy that I don't own um, or just things that I heard were good that I haven't uh, really wanted to spend the money on, stuff like
0: The Boy's and uh you know things like that so there's so a let me l- solid let, collection let, let me ask you a question then brian if you are a a person who has read comic books but not dive deep into it you get this service what's the first book you should crack open
1: um so i would recommend and it really depends on what you're looking for um there's a, a book out called, and it's on here the first two volumes called invincible which is very good it's kind of uh, this mixture of teenage sitcom meets superheroes. So if you're looking for a superhero book that's not the big two, I would absolutely recommend that. Um, again, you know, Scott Pilgrim versus the world I, I thought was fantastic. So, I mean, that an, an enjoyable read. There's stuff on here from the Grim Fairy Tales run. If you're into uh, the like Alice in Wonderland Snow White but kind of darker tone, Alien versus Predator is on here. That's always a good read. <laughs> So there's uh, there's, there, there's a lot. There's a lot on here. There's a lot of stuff that you can kind of sink your teeth into and get get involved in. And here's the nice thing about it. It does merge with your Comixology app. So if you already purchased things on Comixology, it is available through here. You can read the first 14 issues of Boys. And if you really like it, you can purchase the others and it'll all be available in the same app. Josh, there is no filtering options that I have found so far. Okay. To answer your question from last week.
2: Yeah, I, I just it's one of those things where I want him to read, but I uh, there's there's things I'd I'd like him to not be exposed to at eight years old. I Couldn't absolutely you agree.
0: get the book and then put like an accessibility feature on so that we can't like leave the book. I,
2: I'm sure. But that's a lot of messing I, around. I know,
0: I, I, know, I know. But I'm just thinking for anyone else who's like, well, I really want to do this. But I mean, honestly, yeah.
1: though, seven bucks a month for this much content. Even if you read the book and you hate it, it's you didn't spend anything because for every book you read and hate, there's at least two or three on there that
0: you're going to enjoy. That's so awesome.
1: I think it's fantastic.
0: So, so solid recommendation. Go check out Comixology. We will have a link in the show notes to the application itself and uh, to the, uh, the, the page so you can go ahead and take a peek at it. Uh, definitely worth worth the time. So thank you, Brian, for, for checking that out. Yes, it was such a burden. It took me so long, and I, hate, I <laughs> the,
1: can't read any more comic books. <laughs> it's terrible. The second
0: piece that I have of quote-unquote follow-up uh, is I watched the Adam Sandler Netflix movie The Do-Over. Um, I, was I had, it a psychotic break? Spoil it. No, it was, it was not. It was not a psychotic well, break. Well, now I can't watch it because you've spoiled it. <laughs> uh listen this movie starts out very much like you think as a typical Adam Sandler movie and then takes this turn where suddenly it just grows a heart a turn like
1: red state took or
0: he said no. it grew a heart
1: not tore it out and a made you watch uh, it a, a turn like
0: tusk took or like <laughs> no no if if they need, no, I'm thinking I of was, you know,
2: you know I, like a uh, you know your your pretty standard kevin smith dick and fart jokes movie goes you know, completely I would awry. say
0: I would say mall rats when Stan Lee shows up and he has that heart to heart talk. Right. A turn like wow. a turn like uh, like Dreamcatcher took. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of turn are we talking about? It, it, it suddenly becomes very heartfelt and very emotional, but in a way that you totally movie. buy it. A buddy movie. It, bec- it becomes a buddy movie and and a little bit of, oh, God, I really hope someone overco- overcomes some click. odds. Don't say click. Don't uh, say click. No, not click. It's, I, no, I did not cry. It, okay, um, so not emotional that way. Okay. Um, yeah, I, it, it's, I enjoyed it's very, click, so. Listen, I oh, will yeah. tell you, this is this is actually very good movie. Uh, I would, uh, like we said when we initially talked about it, I would have not put down money to go see Well, no, this but, one, but that's the theaters. brilliance of
2: Netflix, right? But the
0: Netflix model, it's brilliant. It's so good. So I would highly recommend watching the movie The Do-Over. If you've got someone, though, who doesn't like Adam Sandler, just keep them away from this. But everybody else, they'll love it. So I would say check it out. I think you guys should watch it. I think I, I'll,
2: it. I'll check it out quickly. Adding to Netflix before we move on, though, is um new season of Peaky Blinders, and I'm getting yes. nothing but
0: rave reviews.
2: So uh, I'm not there yet. I still I have to wrap up Sons of Anarchy, and
0: then I will probably go to Peaky Blinders. So definitely, definitely worth talking about. So. Uh let's move on to the the actual part of the show stuff that we talked about. I would like to uh, to take a couple of minutes, talk about some cape talk. So X Men. X Men Apocalypse. We are we, are we all saw it, Josh. Did you see it yet? I thought you were. I didn't know
2: what you meant by cape, but now I get it. <laughs> you know, superhero cape talk. Cape of New Hope.
0: I, cape Canaveral. I didn't know. <laughs> yes, can we talk about Cape Canaveral? No, I just that would be a great- I, not on this, I not on this nothing. show, and
2: especially considering that there's no chance Brian and I received anywhere close to the level of knowledge about Cape Canaveral
1: as you did during your MK Ultra training.
2: <laughs> it's not. We can't do it.
1: I, I, well, my my, my, my uh, level of intelligence of Cape Canaveral is minuscule at best. So
2: all right. I, so, not Cape Canaveral, but superhero
0: talk. Superhero talk. I'm good with that. <laughs> I, I want to talk a little bit about X-Men Apocalypse, not so much spoiler talk, but the fact that I, I've, there's some problems. The real concern I have is the damn timeline with X-Men. This is now, what, the sixth? X-Men movie? If you include the Wolverine movies, it's the eighth. <laughs> right, right. Oh, God damn it. So I'm so confused as to where we are. And I don't want to spoil things, but I, I need this resolved before I can feel okay about where the hell we're going.
2: Well, I I think my bigger problem with the timeline, having not seen Apocalypse and not needing to, basically, based on where, you know, I, I, I see where it's going, but I, I guess – my problem with the timeline is that if we're going to stick with McAvoy and the first class timeline, which is where we're at, what was the purpose of sending Wolverine back at all? Like, you
1: know what I mean? That was supposed yep. to complete the circle. Yeah. Do not fret, my children, for I have read many articles about this. <laughs> oh, yeah. I come bringing gifts of knowledge that will most likely anger you. Are you ready? I'm it.
3: ready for
2: you to so, drop some science, brother.
1: So, I read an article with an interview with Brian Singer that addressed this exact issue about what the heck's the timeline at this point. It, it, it's still a little confusing. Brian Singer pretty much said the CJ equivalent of sorry, not sorry, when <clears throat> he says, We're continuing with the first class timeline, days of future past pretty much erased X-Men 1, 2, 3, and the Wolverine movies.
2: Which is exactly what I said it did, CJ. erased them. Now, here's
1: here's exactly what he said, because- CJ, kneel before Zod. (laughs) Because (laughs) everybody's initial reaction was like, wait a second, if that's the case, what was the point of that last scene having Wolverine back at the mansion with all the people? Listen,
2: I'm going to go ahead and do this, and I'm only going to do it once. And and Papa Thornton, I'm sorry, you fucking fucks both said (laughs) that I had my head lodged so far up my ass, I could check my dental work. So I guess what I'm saying is eat a bag of dicks.
0: (laughs) Papa Thornton, Um, we apologize. uh, Anyway, you you
2: can you can you can take off the earmuffs now.
0: <laughs> anyway,
1: um, to which Brian Singer, after everyone was like, "Wait, I don't understand why with that scene at the end of Days of Future Past," said, "It's not completely erased. I it's co- just erased. It's it's open. Things can still happen that happened in those initial no, movies." No, let's, hold on, you have to listen to this quote. He, he, let Brian. Let, he, let Brian. He literally, this quote. he literally said, "We are at a point where everything, anything is possible." Things can turn out the way they did in the original three if we want them to, sure. But things can completely be different as well because so, it,
2: it reset the movie back to the beginning of. The, it's exactly what I said it was. I, I'm so glad that you're happy. I am just more infuriated. I and, am and ear to ear and mad with vindication. I'm fully to messing with vindication, <laughs> and and I look. I'm fine with it if that's the case. I think that my my question is. If you're continuing the first class timeline, how are you sending Wolverine back? Like how how does this keep happening?
0: It's a paradox.
2: <sighs> no, it is a paradox. <sighs> it's absolutely a paradox. That's what and, I said.
0: And- but we're not getting we're not getting cable or anything in these movies, right? Well, cable will show up in Deadpool. Right, but he's not going to be tied into the X Men, right? Uh, well, they're, they're
1: talking about crossing Deadpool and X Force into X Men. What I don't understand what the question is. What's the I question? Ju- I just I, Cable is part of the time traveling mechanism. I, I need you to also X-Men. remember that Deadpool takes place in present day, whereas the yes. last X Men movie took place in the eighties, like right. eighty six. So but, uh,
0: I'm just I just know that Cable and has the been next X Men movie
1: is supposed to take place in the nineties. So we're my, not going. My be, question is, how did Wolverine get to the eighties? <laughs> How did he get there? You mean to the seventies and Days of Future Past? No,
2: I know that. I'm saying, how did he get to? I mean, he was in Apocalypse, I'm assuming,
1: and I don't. Yes. I don't mm-hmm.
2: So, how did when he get there?
1: At the end of Days of Future Past, Stryker takes him. He's in Weapon X in Apocalypse. They find him in Weapon X.
0: Okay, good. Now there I'm. Go. Now I'm. I'm happy. I thought Mystique stopped Stryker from taking Wolverine. Am I wrong? No, no. you're wrong. Okay. That's You're wrong. Needed.
2: I'm thrilled. Okay. I'm, I'm thrilled and right and thrilled.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so timeline aside now, how do we feel about this movie, Brian? I wanted it to be so much better. I'm in the exact same boat. Here's the thing that that, that
1: upsets me the most is that if we're going to continue with this timeline, they should be doing a better job of developing these overarching stories and mm-hmm. – Connecting these three movies, and they yeah. haven't.
2: No, they should. What you, what you really want them to be is Marvel Studios, and they yeah. can't be. No, so I, I want
1: them to be Marvel. I want X Men
2: to be it's, done by so Marvel. I go back to we. I, I say this every time we talk about a movie that isn't a Marvel movie. You see everything through Marvel rose colored lenses, and you judge everything based upon how amazing the Marvel movies are and I think I think that as a true believer that's admirable and you should always continue to do that and I think that as an objective observer of nerd culture you have to at some point suspend that standard and say they're not gonna be this movie hence Ant-Man the, the they're not
0: all is- gonna be to, the problem I don't know is, how you take the quick opportunity to throw Ant Man. Well, the bus, that's the, what, no it, just, was it wasn't. It
2: wasn't. It wasn't a Marvel blockbuster, right? So it's not they. They all and X Men. The thing is that we are used to X Men being the the blockbuster because it was before we really had big Marvel movies.
1: The problem is, I have seen the Vision of Good,
2: and I just <laughs> want everything to live
1: up to that vision. <laughs>
2: Look, I guess once a retail manager, always a retail manager. <laughs> you can't you can't take it I out see of me, bro? That you can do it once, that means you could do it a thousand times. Go. Whatever. Right. Well, that's that's the, exactly I, what it is. I know, and I get it. I understand thoroughly. Being being in the people development business, once you see something done right, it has to be done that way all the time. Yes. Make my martini the right way every time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'll say this. This was a – listen, this was a good movie and I think there's a lot of critics out there being very, very harsh and I think they're in the same boat that we are, Brian. They're the same thing. Marvel, Marvel, Marvel. This is a Marvel. But overall, even as a movie, it was a good movie. Uh, I do think that seventy percent of it, just like Brian said uh, earlier when, when we were talking about it, is. Oh, you're gonna steal my thunder again? <laughs> is apocalypse? You're gonna steal my, go my go thunder ahead. again? What is seventy percent of this movie, <laughs> Brian? What is
1: seventy percent of this movie? Okay, so my my main issue with this movie is that seventy percent of this movie is apocalypse, trudging along, collecting his horsemen. Like it, it really is, th- is just that.
0: It's here's your suit. Here's your hair. It's here's your suit. Here's your hair. Yeah, he, 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 evil. He
1: comes up and he's just like, hey. You look powerful. Let me give you the sweet suit and a nice haircut. Now you're one of my horsemen.
2: You're Randall in Clerks 2. That's that's 70% (laughs) of the movie.
0: It's (laughs) – What you're doing. And I'm looking for the perfect egg over in the damn fridge.
2: I love I love it. I love, love that Randall scene where he just absolutely minimizes Lord of the Rings. But it's still <laughs> but it's so true. No, I get it. But that's that's kind of what you just did. I haven't seen it yet and not because I don't want to because I, I very much do. But it's, I've been just so busy that I can't get to the theater. I'm very excited to see it. I think that when it comes down to it, we're, we have to see where the story goes. I mean – It gets dark quick,
1: and I feel so. The the, The
2: apocalypse story was dark, right, right, right. right. Yeah, but the reason it gets
1: dark has nothing to do with apocalypse. Nothing. That's part of the problem. Not right. Like apocalypse. I mean, my other gripe with this movie is apocalypse does not just seem menacing enough for me. I mean, that's just me. Maybe I'm I'm wrong. My brother's seeing it tonight. I'm sure he's going to call in and yell.
0: So I I thought he was menacing. I just thought he spent too much time recruiting people and not destroying things. Yeah. I which, I mean that, which which that was, was I my main it. gripe
1: with the entire uh, film.
0: So the the other oh darn I just lost my train of thought. Oh well.
1: Well, what was the and other 30%? If
0: yeah.
2: 70% was apocalypse recruiting. Um horses.
1: the other 30% was Mystique being uh emo girl and
0: That's no oh, come Professor on. That's too she, harsh. Come on, the entire movie, she's just angry. She's angry at everything. No, come on. The no, only it's, reason, it's, no, it, no, hold on, hold on. Come Wait. on, Mystique is running away from what from what the world wants her to be, and she's struggling with the fact that people are looking up to her. That's not emo. That's struggling with the identity that's been thrusted upon her. Wasn't wasn't Mystique
2: wasn't Mystique traveling through time though as well? No, 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 no. I don't mean in the in the cinematic universe.
1: Oh, okay, okay. Everybody's traveled through time in the X-Men universe well, at one I point. I guess
2: I guess what I'm saying is not only not only was the thing about Mystique and if if there's any character development that reads into the character at all, she's, you know, essentially at this point early twenties-ish as as a character, but she's probably sixty.
1: Well, yeah. She doesn't age, that's why.
2: Right. Well, that's what I mean, is that she's I think she's experienced a lot and she keeps coming back to times that are incredibly frustrating. So I, I, I guess I guess there it's I'm okay with a, a little bit emo, especially at a Jennifer Jennifer Lawrence. But um, I don't mind the Mystique storyline that we've seen thus far. I like I like what's happening with the characters. I want to make sure. I, I guess I want to know while he's recruiting all these horsemen, are their backstory like it's –
1: that's that's a, little, that's a thing a little bit a very yeah. little bit it's very though the most the person who has the most backstory is magneto yeah
0: absolutely the well, other sure. three
1: the other three are very short if anything and that, that I kind of have a problem with because you're that's that's the thing there's no there's no real development as to any of these characters motivations with the in exception a, in, a,
2: in a brand new timeline
1: right in a brand new timeline yeah, no, like there's no no explanation as to why Psylocke joins Apocalypse. Literally yep, none, none. None. Kind because of bothered me. We
2: need to see Olivia Munn on screen.
1: <clears throat> I did not complain one minute about her kicking ass with the sword. I just wanted a little bit of backstory and more than four lines from her. Okay. So that I understood what she. Not good. She was I doing. mean, it,
2: it
0: doesn't spoil the excitement. I just I'm trying to gain a little bit of. I, I will say the coolest part of this movie, the coo- the thing I was like the most jazzed about, was Nightcrawler. I think the way that they did Nightcrawler in this movie was—they
1: did him the same exact way in X Two. I know. So he's like,
0: not—he's
2: not Mystique's son.
1: They—they never—they never allude to anything. He could be—they
0: don't—they don't tell you where he because comes he is—he is. He is I, I know, but I don't know how you do it in this. The—it's like the,
2: uh, the the son of uh, Azazel yeah, and, Mystique. and
0: Mystique. Yes, but like, I don't know where Mystique would have a a kid in this timeline there's, there's 10
1: years in between each movie what do He's you mean more th- it's just i'm just i don't know where it would she happen he can also travel through time so, so let me but let me listen traveling through time is going to be the excuse for how this happens forget about that the last movie took place in 1977 this yes. movie takes place in 1986 that is 10 years for her to get knocked up and have a kid is he older?
0: I don't than know if 10? you know this but it takes 9 months.
3: <laughs> 9 months to grow a little the, demon
0: baby. And how old being is he gestates And, and he... how old is he? How old is how old
1: is Nightcrawler? At least 16. Mm, I wouldn't say 16. I think I would say him, Gene and
0: Cyclops are like 14 15. No, Cyclops is drive he learns how to drive. He already knows how to drive. He has to be at least 15 16. I knew how to drive when I was 13. I know you did, but you're also not Scott Summers. So Says who? He's, he's at least 15, 16. Maybe, maybe she got pregnant he's during Days of Future He's Max. in high school. He's not in anything else. He's, he's at least 15, 16. I was in high school. At I know. 15, 16. <laughs> 14? Uh, anyway. Anyway, whatever. I liked it. It was a good movie. It's not the best X-Men movie, uh, but... Uh, I take exception with your always nitpicking just to nitpick. I said it was nice. It's not the I'm best
1: I'm saying it. let your imagination run wild. Ryan, is it the best X-Men movie? It, it's a solid movie. It is not the best X-Men movie. Thank uh, no you. one's saying it's the best X-Men movie.
0: I'm saying I just said it wasn't, and you say I'm nitpicking. I'm, I'm saying no no no. I'm saying you're nitpicking because you
2: refuse to just let your imagination
0: run wild. No, um, I liked the movie. My imagination was wild. It's not the best X-Men movie. That's that's all I'm saying. But you keep shitting on every like possible. N- I not know. the only thing like, I shat assumed on was how could he be Mystique's son? He's about fifteen. You say he's not fifteen? Maybe I'm wrong about that. Well, okay. it, who cares? Who, but who cares that he is? We know he is.
2: And there's going to be a way also, to explain it. They also, can write it in sure. there really easily. Yeah, okay. he's like a he's
1: Fine. a he's a half demon, half mutant. He could have accelerated aging or something. Let like your that. imagination no, run
0: wild. Yeah.
1: Okay. Little, Nick, little Nicky was like
0: three hundred always- years old. Everything else, I'm cool with. I'm okay with everything else. I'm just like, hey, how, the, how are they going to do the? the well, explain thing? little Nikki being 300 and his love for Kentucky Fried Chicken. So, so let me ask you the the final the final piece of our superhero talk, our cape talk, whatever we're going to call it. Uh, what's what's next, comic book movie wise? We've got
1: Suicide Squad. Squad,
0: Doctor Strange in this year, right? So August. I mean, technically,
1: and technically, comic book movie wise, Turtles came out this weekend. Turtles which yes, I saw yes. last night, by the way. I
0: think CJ's referring to Marvel DC. Yes.
2: Oh.
1: So we've well got then what? Then we, you need to March, say Marvel DC.
0: Okay. In Marvel DC, we have what? Suicide Squad, Doctor Strange this year. So that's what's wrapping up 2016. Uh-huh. We've got the Wolverine sequel that we don't know about, which I'm really jazzed about. That's, that's next year. This, that's next year on March 3rd. And then what Guardians in May? Uh Guardians in May.
1: Lego Batman Thor, in February. Thor in November. Lego Batman. There's. Are we
0: doing a Wonder Woman movie? Are Wonder Woman's that? next did year. Say, I don't did remember. Did you say Guardians?
1: We said Guardians. I don't remember One, when Wonder Woman is.
2: Wonder Woman's June June 2nd next year. Go. And then Spider-Man in July. Correct. Right. Listen, I mean, Brian. When do we get another X-Men movie? Two years from
1: now. Wow,
2: okay. Remember how shitty I said June, June's looking like it's going to be? June 2nd, Wonder Woman. Biggins, huge I will, movie.
0: I I will say unrelated to superhero movies. June sixteenth is King's too. too That's a comic book movie. This that is a comic book movie. Technically, n- look
2: much like but that's cool. i just like, saying, June
0: June just got two. We got one movie that we're like jazzman. Much anyway, like the
2: hopefully. NFL draft class of 2017. Apparently, <laughs>
0: the movies of June 2017 are going to be amazing. So. So here's the thing I, I have. So we're, it seems like we're going to get a little bit of a break, just a little break from comic book movies to breathe and collect ourselves after we hit November. Use right? a we warm get,
2: cloth to dry off. Sure.
0: We get, we get to chill. Do, what do you think is happening amongst these movies while we're taking it off? Now? Are we reshooting things? Are things being rewritten? How do you see what's happened over the last couple of months? Cause some of these movies have gotten very mixed reviews Affecting the 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 timeline and affecting the movies that are coming.
2: Out. I think that rewrites have taken a a big part, and I, I don't think it's a bad thing. I I think that you have to sort of be fluid and adjust. These are these are are moving targets, all of them. So every time a new bar is set in one category or another, not just money, obviously, but in storyline, in edginess, or or editing, or soundtrack, or costume, or whatever, any anything. Some some a competitor has to change something about what's upcoming. So, look, I personally I think it's great for us as fans. I think it's amazing for you know you guys as, as really real true believers. Um, I'm only a true believer about some things. Brian is a true believer about all things.
0: I do truly believe. So, Bri- so, Brian, so Brian, do you think that some of these negative reviews are shaping the movies that are coming out, and you think we're going to get very different movies, or are they going to stick to their guns?
1: I think if they're not looking at that and, and deciding what they're going to do with their future movies, then that's just stupid on their part. I mean, there's a few things already in the can. Wonder Woman's done shooting. Um,
0: right. Guardians done, of the Galaxy's the thing is they, know, done the Guardians shooting. has to be done. Uh, Wolverine's got to be like very close to
1: wrapping. No, Wolverine just started, bro.
2: For movies like this, you have to think, you know, if it's a 90-minute or 120-minute movie, they're probably shooting three hours plus of footage. Editing can change everything.
1: That's true. That's true, too. That's true. Okay. Editing and reshoots. I mean, it's – again, if there's things that are that wrong with it that they need to change – I mean, Suicide Squad's a a perfect example with the reshoots with that. I mean, they're, they're definitely taking into account the success of previous movies and then pouring that into their future movies. And that's the smartest play.
0: Let's continue this conversation then on to the next part of the silver screen, which is some things that are coming out about Rogue One, uh, since we're talking about rewrites. Uh, a, a I see what from, you did there. A oh, came you out from page sly six. dog. A report came out from Page com, which has actually been pretty darn reliable in instances like this, saying that Rogue One hit a bit of a snag with screenings and with the execs at Disney, and they're going to take a, a more hands-on approach to, to getting some things done, and we're getting some reshoots. How do we feel about Rogue One getting a, a closer handle from...
2: Brian, What what's the track record of these execs?
1: Um, Amazing. Well, I'm saying... <laughs> billions and li- billions li- of, dollars li- of dollars made.
2: Listen, are you comfortable with these people saying, I don't like this as a Star Wars movie?
1: I mean, I am absolutely comfortable with the people who produced and helped make Episode Seven say... This is not in our vision and this is not in what has come before as far as a Star Wars film is.
2: Even though this is a a never before told on film story about something that happened before episode four.
1: It's an entire universe. Your movie, it needs to gel with the rest of the universe and the mythos. And if the Disney exec saw it and said this does not make sense with everything else that has come before, then yeah, I don't care what they do to it. Just fix it.
0: So here are the quotes uh, about what's going on. And this is according to uh, page six. So, quote, the execs at Disney are not happy with the movie and Rogue One will have to go into four weeks of expensive reshoots in July. Quote, Disney won't take a back seat and is demanding changes as the movie isn't testing well, a source says. Uh, so the director. That's my problem. Gareth Edwards, who did the Godzilla reboot, Right. Uh, is saying that Disney is going to have a more hands-on approach for this My because problem they're nervous is about the
2: testing. Who who is their test audience?
0: I don't know, but I mean, coming off of the Force Awakens, there was a lot of high, I mean, a really high bar was set, and they have a responsibility to this franchise to do to do well. I, I, so I agree. I ju- I just think that. If you're, I, I if hope you're, it's the same people who watched uh, Force Awakens. If and your and test no, audience,
2: yeah, but this. the people that watched Force Awakens aren't necessarily the people who can tell you anything about the story. The the test I'm audience saying, the same can be a bunch of people with their heads up their asses. So that that is that is the subjective part of this that I, I worry about. Who is the test audience?
1: I mean, I can definitely, I I definitely agree with you there because yeah, I mean.
2: Just, if it's John Public, CJ, this movie oh, could yeah, be no. supremely screwed. No, right. I, I,
0: I get that. I agree, right, and, Brian? And no, absolutely. And and we won't and we won't know that. But the other part too is, I mean, we need more explosions. We- I just don't buy into
2: this character. I, you know what? Right. None of this has to do with the story, guy. So yeah. that's my problem. With test audiences.
1: But so you, you it, just quoted it, so it, it like a Michael Bay. I think Michael Bay <laughs> is the one watching this movie. Right, right. Well,
2: <laughs> and if that's the problem is if he is. If they want this to be a popcorn flick, it's not testing well in terms of dollars and sales. That's well, I mean, a problem.
0: We, yeah. I mean, we're dealing with you know anonymous sources. So, I mean, take this with the grain of salt you need to. But, I mean.
2: No, no. See. Because you just said how reliable this place has been. <laughs> that's,
0: yo, like that's, all right, all right. So, true, 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 No grains of salt. If it's
2: reliable, then it's, it's then, then I have problems true. with the test audience. It's,
0: if not it's not just not, them then, since then. It's they been were everywhere. The one, they were the ones who got the leak of uh, the Han Solo casting. So, I mean, they got it before and asked Disney to comment before it was official. So, I mean, they do get their stuff right. You're right. I apologize. Yeah. So, ahead,
2: Josh. so then I, I just I want to know, really, uh, is this about getting the story really right or is it about is it going to sell the way we need it to sell? Because that's how I kind of I don't feel like Rogue One is a story that anybody gives a shit about, except people who love the story brian
0: what do you think do you think this is a good sign do you think it's a bad sign
1: yeah biney what do you think i i do want to point out that my name is brian not biney or Byn or whatever <laughs> the <laughs> hell you just said brian <laughs> um, what do you feel about this he called do you, you biney he just Biny. Biny. He turned into
2: he turned into dexter right I, in front
1: of us <laughs> <laughs> um I, again i just like i said before i i if that's the way they want to go Dizzy is hugely successful in everything that they do, whether it be a Marvel movie, whether it be an animated film or a live action adaptation, they they know what they're doing.
0: I'm just gonna let it ride. Final final question I have for that, for both of you. Gareth Edwards is the director. He did the Godzilla reboot. I enjoyed the do Godzilla you, reboot. I I did I would say, do do we trust him? I yeah. continue with Star Wars surprisingly
2: surprisingly the Godzilla movie was very good and I it,
0: loved it as well.
2: And I, I didn't think it was going to be I, my questions aren't and my problems aren't about the direction it's what Brian just said Disney's flawless except I didn't
0: say they were flawless I just no, said they, but know they, know, they know what they're doing. you know they know what they're doing. Alice through the Looking Glass proves that Disney is not flawless.
2: I guess I guess my problem overarching problem is that the people that have to do with Marvel studios aren't necessarily the same people that have anything to do with Disney. And you can't link True. Disney to Marvel and this this is only this is Disney's first go round at a Star Wars expanded universe story with no framework. It, True. It's just very tenuous.
1: You seem a little overclamped, Josh. Are you okay?
2: I'm actually – I'm not going to lie to you. When I read this article, I became very concerned because I think there's great potential in the Rogue One story. Yeah. Uh, And especially in illuminating how amazing the expanded universe is after the Rogue One story. But, man, if they don't do it right, we're never going to see it on screen. I mean ever. And that's
0: making me super sad. Over, over, Fuklimpt, Brian. <laughs> well, Josh, you know what I heard that can kind of help you with that? Spoonful of sugar to help the medicine go down. I <laughs> will, let's hear a There's a Mary
2: Poppins. Let's talk about There's how Mary... happy I was reading this jazz as well. Mary
0: Poppins returns will get a December 2018 release date. That's right. Mary Poppins is coming back to the big screen, starring Josh. Starring Emily Blunt, bitches. <laughs> Uh, so this was announced just a few days ago, actually, on the 31st, uh, saying that Disney has officially announced this this sequel uh, coming to it. Some things are going to be a little different. Josh, tell me why this is exciting news for you. Why are you okay with remaking Mary Poppins or sequeling Mary Poppins? It's, a, it's a Mary, Mary Poppins,
2: Poppins Returns uh, sequel, and I am okay with it because... Uh Mary Poppins is absolutely one of my top 20 movies of all time. I adore Mary Poppins. I know every word, I know every song. I I don't know why I love it so much. It is just something that is so comforting to me about this movie. And I've watched it a million times with with or without other people with my children. They know every word. We sing the songs. It's just it's just one of those movies that I feel like everyone born after the 1950s, 60s. When was this? Dick Van Dyke. I mean, when, when was the-
0: 1964 into okay. a movie starring Julie Andrews.
2: Anyone born after, let's say, 1970. This is a huge part, I think, of childhood for- and CJ, if you can't appreciate, it. Uh, I no, I
0: I love. I and, was gonna and, say Solve there was there was a
2: flaw in your MK Ultra training. No,
0: and and what's not. really great too is that Rob, uh, wow, Rob Marshall is going to be directing it. If you don't know the name, you will know him from Into the Woods. Uh, and then he also directed and don't hold it against him. Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides.
2: Listen, there's nothing wrong with any of, Plus
0: Chicago and uh, Annie. But let me
2: tell you, not only Emily Blunt as Mary Poppins, but they've also cast Lin-Manuel Miranda. Now, yes, he's become this huge name recently because of his Broadway show Hamilton that you cannot get tickets to. And if you do, they're they're just hundreds of dollars hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Uh, in a, in a, uh, a related story, my boss got last minute matinee. No. matinee wait, matinee, mezzanine oh. <laughs> for less than three hundred a piece. CJ,
1: no. he did,
2: and he's oh. he's going. I think he's going this weekend, taking his oh. wife, Lin Manuel Miranda. For those of you who aren't familiar with the name, I, look, I saw him and I went, wait a minute, that's House's roommate. House. Yes, from when is. he was in the, the psych asylum the and I was so uh I, I was so in love with that character uh during that run of house, uh Alvi, Juan Alvarez. I was mm-hmm. I was crazy about that character and the way that the story shaped up, and was thrilled to see he did an appearance on um Last Week Tonight with John Oliver, where he he performed this original song written about Puerto Rico and their, their current state of their economic affairs. And it was very moving in the moment, but this guy's brilliant. And if I mean, and obviously they've they've already cast him. Uh, The character's name is Jack, Uh, and I feel like with his with his brilliant writing, songwriting, arrangement ability, he's gonna have some some influence in the way this movie goes. I'm really. I can't tell you how excited I am to see this movie.
0: And and the, I mean, on the side note too, he actually is leaving Hamilton on July 9th to go do this movie. So a lot of people are; those ticket prices are going to go up. Josh, I am I really excited to. And that's the thing. I first when I read this, I was like, No, not Mary Poppins. And then I saw who was involved, and I was like, Yeah, we got a director who understands musicals, right? You know, Into the Woods was a phenomenal movie. That movie was great. Really, uh, we've got phenomenal. I loved it. It had magic and mystery and everything else. to And phenomenal. Johnny Depp as a pedophile wolf, <laughs> not yes. phenomenal. The wolf, okay.
2: Wasn't Fenrir Greyback also a pedophile wolf? The, <laughs> uh, the July ninth, just so you guys know, the the July ninth tickets for the Hamilton show, the closing show, are selling for almost ten thousand
0: dollars. Ten thousand dollars. Yep, it's amazing.
2: Just just to give you an idea of the the talent that we're that we're going to see in this amazing franchise, Disney. Brilliant. And and again, then also a win for you folks who are going to want to see this shortly after the release. Uh, when it hits Netflix, we should see it on Netflix because of their new contract. That's so- right. So
0: uh, 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 this should have been a follow-up. We got some more details actually saying that it's the entire catalog, Josh. You may be uh-huh. interested in sort of this that this that don't take that. It's As a listen, law just yet,
2: Brian. Everything's coming up Millhouse <laughs>
0: right now. It's, it, it's become a little more clear. It's not a hundred percent official, but everyone's saying, "Hey, we are having a a more likelihood of this happening." So I'm excited, Brian. You've been very quiet on this subject. How do you feel about? Yeah, you Mary made Poppins? no comments
2: about Mary Poppins, Brian.
0: I enjoy the movie. Oh, oh I think
2: now someone's M. Oh, T. Ultra. No.
0: No, the, I think, no. think man, you Someone's mad. been recruited. Say "Hail Hydra," would you, Brian? Just Brian, say "Hail
2: Hydra" what is, for me. Hold on a second. What does your father think of Mary Poppins?
1: I I don't honestly know what his opinion. I'd on be Mary Poppins is. I'd willing to bet
2: your father loves Mary Poppins.
1: I mean, I, I mean, I grew up watching it. I've seen it multiple times. I
2: find it hard not. I find it hard not to love that. Uh, just the, the, Dick, so good. the Dick Van Dyke portion of that movie. With the worst the British worst accent, accent
0: ever. ever.
2: <laughs> just the most endearing. Just the most endearing characters you've ever met in your entire life. Dancing ever. penguins. Dancing animated penguins with Dick Van Dyke. They I hopped into a horse. And the, the carousel became a horse. Wreck. Come on. He doesn't give a
1: shit. I'm really confused by your passion right now, CJ. Y-
0: you don't give a shit about this.
1: I don't know. I I didn't say I didn't give a shit about this. I'm just. It's a year and a half away. I'll get excited when it gets closer.
0: What? what do you won't even. Oh, my God. I mean, there's is this so how much. how you guys stuff feel happening. when you talk to me all the time. I'm so sorry. Yes. I know you apologize.
1: Yeah, th- that's, this is pretty much how I feel talking to you every single wow. time I talk to you.
0: I'm surprised you guys don't
1: drink more. Um, little do you know. <laughs> that that uh, look, tie I, I, that I wear to work is also look, a flask. Uh, I,
2: I came here to do two things I drink and I know things. <laughs> I'm almost out of drinks.
1: Okay, so
0: Brian's not sold on it for some I didn't say it reason. wasn't sold. I'll definitely and, go see it. And I would like you to send your hate mail Wait, to no, Brian no, no. Stop, at kind of nerd.com.
1: I would love uh, to clear, clarify, clarify this because you're putting words in my mouth. I do enjoy the Mary Poppins movie. I am all aboard for a sequel with Emily Blunt because I think Emily Blunt, Blunt is just as magical and may in fact be the real Mary Poppins. I do and
2: I'm it means just, we might get a John uh, Kaczynski cameo at some point. Oh yeah, so, who knows?
0: That would be great. But I, uh, I can he be an animated little figure that dances? Yeah, I would pay to yeah, see yeah John he could be like a little squirrel or
1: something. John yeah, squirrel. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm just not all nerding out over the sequel just yet
0: hurt by this but okay
1: okay listen they all they did was say we're making it which to be honest with with, you that's an
0: amazing which to be honest with you
1: would you let me finish my damn sentence
0: (laughs) no because you never do it to me i have
1: known about this movie for months now that this was happening you've withheld this from me for months thanks thanks for doing that man it, it was something that i heard hey Rumors happening that this could be a thing, and By then all the way, of a sudden, now they officially announced it's a thing. So December twenty eighteen. I was about to say
0: it's a Christmas
1: movie.
2: It is. It is at this point forever away.
1: It's a long time away right it now. It is so.
2: forever away. We are talking about two and a half years.
1: That's away. what I'm saying. Again, I'll get excited when it's closer. I don't. But that's. Still I don't want to waste my excitement. There's so much other things to get excited <laughs> for <laughs> right now. Excitement? Does it take
2: two and a half years <laughs> to make a movie though? Why is it two and a half years away?
1: Uh, probably for scheduling with Emily Blunt, uh, stuff with their um, scheduling as far as movies releases go. Um, yeah, there's a whole bunch of stuff. I mean, the movie uh, itself will probably only take
0: a listen, couple it, years to make. It can't, it can't come soon enough. That's that's basically the. Only, this is the only time I've seen a movie this far ahead that wasn't superhero related and been like, yeah, I can't wait. Um, I can't wait for this.
2: I one, very man. much cannot wait for. This.
0: Do we have time to. If you
2: don't talk about Harry Potter, I swear to (laughs) fucking God, CJ, I will murder you where you sit. Oh, please do it. I told you. And you can uh make this a stinger. I don't give a shit. But if you don't talk about Harry Potter. I will murder you where you sit in your fucking parents'
0: house. Well, everybody, no, hang that's on. Uh, hang all on. the time that we have for this show. Uh, <laughs> hang on, hang on. There's something going on with Harry Potter. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, Brian, I'm gonna scream. Uh, Josh, Josh, please go ahead. Please, please tell us what is the the news that we uh, accioed today. Accioed?
2: We, we did no. We expecto a glimpse. We <laughs> we expecto oh. a glimpse behind the scenes of Harry Potter. Uh, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. I don't know if we're going to go full British and call it the Cursed Child, or that's what
0: it's titled.
2: Uh, is it cursed or because that, that word is cursed? By the way, CJ, uh, if you read in English, it's
0: cursed. I read in English, English.
2: Oh, oh, the the King's English. It's
0: shat on the turtle.
2: <laughs> so, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Uh, we have a a show, a theater show. Stage production. About a about a story written by JK Rowling.
1: Isn't the book coming out soon?
2: I God, I hope so. Yes. I'm pretty sure the book I is coming out. Now we gotta And and I don't I don't know the answer, but I watched the there's a short photo shoot behind the scenes video. It's very little talking, and I got so excited. About Very
0: little talking. There's basically no talking.
2: There's very little talking. It's just, it's just you see characters. The guy they got to play Harry. How did so- they get a guy that is a cross between Daniel Radcliffe and the the actor that played James Potter? They found a, oh, no, a perfect cross between these two guys. And man, I'm just so thrilled. So thrilled to see it, and
0: I, I, I just hope it spawns a new series of books and movies. The book will be out July 31st of this year, is it, 2016.
2: Is it a, listen, is it a short story book, or is it a friggin' book?
0: I'm pretty sure it's a friggin' book. Pretty sure you uh, can pre-order there, it. I don't know, it says over. Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, part one and two. It's not telling me the... Uh, the page,
2: these Brian, these are the only books I have read as
1: an adult. Harry well, Potter. My, my question is, do you know anything about the story itself? I don't need to know anything more than J.K. Rowling wrote
2: it, and it has to do with Harry Potter. If it has to do with this universe,
1: I am sold. No, I mean, I'm, I'm not asking for you, to, for you to sell me. I'm
0: just asking you if you knew anything. No, about no,
2: it. this isn't. Nobody knows anything about this story.
0: The plot synopsis reads, it's always been difficult being Harry Potter, and it isn't much easier now that he's an overworked employee of the Ministry of Magic, and God damn it, this website gave me a pop-up, so now I have to clear this out. Give me a second.
1: I was really interested, and
0: you just remembered it. I, I know. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Here's the synopsis I have so far. It wasn't always... Uh, Easy being Harry Potter, and it isn't easy now that he is an overworked employee of the Ministry of Magic, a husband, a father of three school-aged children. And while Harry grap- grapples with his past that refused to stay where it belongs, his youngest son, Albus, must struggle with the weight of the family legacy he never wanted. no, uh, so that's pretty much it. So basically, the... That's it. That's all they've really given us. Right. We we don't know anything about the story. We know nothing. I also
1: feel like saying it wasn't always easy being Harry Potter is the understatement of the year.
0: Of the
2: century, of the millennium, of all time. It was never easy being Harry Potter. I don't know if that's the official synopsis or
0: just... Or just what this website threw together. But basically, it's just, hey, it isn't being Harry Potter. Everyone he working. loved died. So all we know is that he worked for the <laughs> Ministry of Magic. He's a father of three, and Albus is... Why
1: does he even nurse. have to work? The kid saved everything. He's a freaking celebrity.
0: Um, <laughs> I don't understand. I will understand. say, you know, I will say re- work.
2: regarding regarding the short, the short video we have about this photo shoot, the behind-the-scenes type thing, the... The passion and the excitement and the uh, the love of the story when you first meet the man that plays Harry Potter, that's what sold me on this whole thing. Is that this guy is clearly thrilled to have this role, and I can't wait yeah. to see what happens with it.
0: Yeah. It, it looks amazing. I'm actually very excited for the book, too. I want to see this on stage, I want to see this.
1: Yes, well, yes, go to
0: London then, because that's the only place that's playing. Right, I, I'll go what? to the West End. Damn it, and, I and, will. And,
2: and look, I've uh, I've been looking, I've been looking for a reason to take Lara to London in twenty seventeen. <laughs> <Just>, ironically. <laughs> Listen, it's I'm, like Harry Potter. You And you both know you both know that that she and I are ridiculous Anglophiles. We just are. We love a- right. anything British. We're just I can't I uh, it's so ridiculous. I would So I started talking to her about, you know, a, a vacation and, and 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 I was looking at, you know, what what do you think? And she mentioned something about London and I'm like, well, why don't we why don't we go? Why don't we why don't we just, you know, why don't we just do we'll just we'll book you know first class tickets round trip we'll just do the whole thing and she's like you know my new company they they've got a, a uk office and i said S- well square trade has a uk office don't start talking shit cuz i'll move now
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you'll see doctor who before us you son of a bitch
2: uh, i i look i'll go, i'll move right now like you want to move to london Here, the only problem is I may not have a job because I'll be a football hooligan. So (laughs) there's you could be a secret agent though. I I mean, we've seen that happen before. I'm look this this is the thing. Like I I would go I would go I'd I'd take the flight beautiful beautiful first class cabin on the seven eighty seven. I'll just go. It'll be amazing. If this is the thing that gets me to London for the first time in my life, I'm perfectly okay with that.
0: You know what the thing is? I want to go to Ireland. Uh, and and London before I'm, I'm you thirty. Just, you take a train, brother. And you you just that, go. That's what I'm saying. I, I could just I could just. Is this the purpose of, of the
1: to go bag? Because I don't know. Yes, this wait, is, this is the should, exact
0: purpose of the. To-go are you bag. are you trying to tack like a, that kind of no. nerd
2: trip onto my vacation with Laura? Is that what's I, happening? I'm right just now?
1: saying. I don't I don't go anywhere. I would love to. I would love to go outside of Pennsylvania. So uh, you've been to San Diego. I'm going to San
0: Diego again this July. Actually, I know He's going to Comic Con this year. Right? Yeah. So, go to Comic Con. Oh, wait, wait, I have a question for Brian. Are you excited for this at all? Or are you Mary Poppinsing? Comic-Con? Mary Poppinsing? No. Oh, Harry...
1: I don't want Josh to kill me when I say... "Eh."
0: Oh, come (laughs) on!
1: Ryan. (laughs) Listen, I... This
0: is great. I get to turn the tables on Brian. This episode, go Josh, unleash. No, go I'm tell him no, how. Listen, it's not me. that
1: I hate it. It's not that, like I, I understand. Harry Potter was never my fandom, so I'm Brian, not. The Harry Potter. It wasn't. Story. It's so I'm it's not. The best story it's, ever. I'm not like freaking out about it. I understand why people are, but I, I'm not.
2: I can't. I can't
0: understand how. Are you playing Overwatch as we record this episode? No. You son of a bitch! I'm looking at your glasses and I see. <laughs> maybe a lot of I'm movement. maybe I'm not playing Overwatch. While <laughs> you're you not talking. You're playing
1: Overwatch. I don't know what you're talking about.
0: I <laughs> got you. You guys started
1: talking about Mary Poppins and I got an invite. <laughs> you son of a bitch. So I, uh, I was like, I, I, I can squeeze can't. in a match while they talk about Mary Poppins. I can't believe you're not
2: you're not sentimental about the Harry Potter.
1: I never read the books when they came out. I didn't even watch the first movie until my girlfriend at the time made me. By then, they were on movie three. So, like, this isn't something that was ingrained in me from the moment well, no, it came out. no, no, no. Me, me either. Me either. It's so, not, it's I not mean, that. It's a great story. I enjoy the movies. I only read the first three and a half books. I just, eh. I, I, so, Look, I'm, for me,
2: I'm, it was uh, my my roommate, Jen, and her daughter, Alex, they watched Harry Potter together, and I saw it, and I was kind of like, well, this is kind of dumb. What? There's, like, goblins and stupid things and whatever, and I, I just I wasn't into it. Um, Laura was into it I watched she had read all she had read the books and I started watching the movies and, and then I, I only read the last two books mm-hmm. but those are the best two books Brian that I have ever read ever uh, they're just the best the best things ever
0: have you read You ha- have you ever read the other ones or just the no Spots
2: I can't too? You can't, uh, I
0: can't I can't you should you should audiobook the other ones
2: I know but I'm not going to because that. who has that kind of time I just, I I read the two books. At the end of, I felt like I had enough introduction to the character and the storyline. There was a lot more Hermione in the books, obviously, than yes. than in the movies. Uh, she wasn't her, the same Hermione. But at the end, I was incredibly sad that it was over. Uh, these are just the best stories that I've ever read. I can't. There's nothing better for me.
0: It- and this looks like, and just like because j k. Rowland's in uh, doing this, this is a great addition to the mythology of it. I think it's gonna be great. I agree i again, it's just not my fandom no no i'm I'm cool
2: with that. i just i didn't i I guess I didn't expect you to be so
1: meh about it <laughs> i mean let's l listen, listen here here's the thing. I don't read, and I don't watch plays, so these are already two things that I'm you, not gonna do
0: you, you can't read,
2: but you I can had that- read. But you had that one experience at a play that I was did. I did, awkward. I did.
1: That was extremely awkward. <laughs> Hence why I don't do plays. Thank you for reminding me, Josh. There's always a chance
2: someone's going to get naked and I'm going to have to sit here.
0: Not not in Harry Potter though. I don't think so. <laughs> no. All right, well, that's all we have for this week. I want to thank Josh and Brian for uh, hanging out with me and talking. Now it is time to go to Westeros and to talk about the Game of Thrones. I do, again, want to quickly remind you guys, go check out Loot Crates. It's very awesome. Go to that thatkindofnerd.com slash loot, L-O-O-T. Get yourself some gamer gear for a very inexpensive price. We also want to hear some feedback from you guys. So if you ever have a topic or you want to yell at Brian for his... Disdain for Mary Poppins. There is no disdain. <laughs> I'm just gonna up the ante now every time. Stop
1: putting freaking words in my mouth.
2: Or if you guys, if you guys want to celebrate how right I was about the X Men timeline, you can also reach out about that.
1: <laughs>
0: Hashtag super right. That's <laughs> Plus at 484 <laughs> 373 You can also get us at Twitter at ThatKindOfNerd and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash ThatKindOfNerd. So thank you so much for listening. And now it's time to go to Westeros and talk about Game of Thrones. So thank you so much for listening and making us your walk around the neighborhood or your drive to work.
2: CJ, kneel before Zod. Make my martini the right way every time.
0: Well, if you have made it past our lovely cat, you have entered Westeros, and it's time to talk Game of Thrones. We are joined by our special co—I'm going to just call him a co-host for this segment. I feel like that's what we need to do.
2: This is the Greg and Josh go at it for a while. Craig and Josh go at it for a while.
0: Time. Ladies and gentlemen, we're joined by Craig Newcomb. Hello, Brian is still here. I don't know if is we it, can vote him out. Is but he's it here.
2: not Newcombe? Because that's what I've. been
0: Craig Newcombe. Yep, it it's is Newcombe. Craig Newcombe. <laughs> uh i love it let's talk a little bit about uh the episode titled blood of my blood which i thought would be a lot more uh, dothraki than it was
2: i'll tell you what a lot of people thought a lot of things were going to be about this episode i thought this was going to be all about uh family letdown and it turned out to kind of be about exactly the yeah. opposite it, ter- it turned out to be a lot of people sort of banding together um all throughout the episode and there was really only, you know, that the one big letdown, which was uh, you know, Sam's father still being yeah. dick. Um, but what it did was it banded him together yeah. closer with Gilly. So there was so there's that, right? It's basically a a the theme they did the right thing, right? And they, having a theme. And the the way they carried it through was it's about the people you choose and not necessarily
0: who you're born with
2: right and so in that in that vein this was i think uh, a very well executed theme and uh a really solid episode people uh there was a lot of chatter about well, well you know nothing really happened that's what well, i thought I'll,
0: i disagree I nobody, strongly disagree. Nobody
2: died. Yeah. Nobody died, right? But there was a lot that happened. There was a lot of story there. There was a
0: lot of characters making choices that are going to impact the rest of this show. Building some alliances, getting some people to to be back on their side. The
2: the, the King Thomas. That was and, that was oh, the, the biggest the, thing the that happened. Huge. The Faith Militant and the the High
0: Sparrow. So and, let's let's talk about that. How fucked. <laughs> everybody else, I, so, I
2: don't see. And the thing, the thing, Tommen is still impressionable. Yeah, but
3: Marjorie's not. Uh, sorry to jump in, but I've been thinking about this for since it aired. Marjorie's up to something. She went to her brother, who's held by the sparrow, and she was trying to pull something off. But her brother, he he's gone. He's broken. He's a broken man. Forget about it. So this is her way out. She's up to something. I don't know what, but I remember specifically her saying. I don't want to be queen. I want to be the queen. Right. Joining the faith is not her way of doing that. She's up to something.
0: Yeah, I looked at at her going, okay, what's what's the angle? Please tell me you're not brainwashed. And and I can tell that Marjorie wants us to believe that she's brainwashed or that she's bought into this.
2: Well, I mean, she's been a scumbag forever. Right,
0: but I don't think she's a repentive scumbag. I don't think she's seen the light.
2: No, I'm saying she's a she so she is Cersei Jr. Yeah, absolutely. Very very right. And she was she was that in the book. But, you know, that's kind of a battle that she lost and then Cersei lost later. So this is still going to be a story that plays out bloody, but they couldn't do it the same way in the book because of the lack of trials and the introduction of the High Sparrow and the Faith Militant.
1: The Faith Militant being like the, the Sparrowettes, right? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, the pips, the pips, all the pips sure. that are hanging out, Brian.
2: They're the—that's the faith militant. Is all of the militant-looking faithful <laughs> can, people in? Can I watch the
0: show with Brian Thornton with glasses, fucking head and, tattoo? And he names things.
2: I'm not sure. Like this, this is the, and and I'm feeling the same letdown that I think a lot of people felt about Game of Thrones. Is this entire episode, uh, CJ Brian's just been shitting on everything? <laughs> That's gone. very true. Yep, yep. <laughs> and 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 we started. We started. We started with Mary Poppins. We moved on to Harry Potter, <laughs> where he further defecated on my <laughs> Brian, dreams. Brian, do you just want to go play and Overwatch and then and to and, then, and later? now and now he's like, oh, with the sparrowets? <laughs> yeah, the fucking mean guys with like barbed wire bats <laughs> and. And burned <laughs> tattoo
0: crosses
2: on their heads. Yeah, those guys Don't forget the, the big Faith
0: chains. Militant. Right. And yep.
2: The entire reason that Jamie Lannister won't unleash the King's Guard on the High Sparrow, because of the Faith Militant.
1: Okay. I'm just
0: I'm just yes, confirming right. Sparrow
2: <laughs> No, I'm answering okay. yes. So I'm saying the answer is yes. That's the role the reversal episode. <laughs> Ryan's <laughs>
0: been very CJ this episode. I'm very very upset about this. <laughs> Anyway, so alright, so let, let's think. What I mean, what is what do what does Jamie have left? What is what does he have to combat with? He going still has Everything. Cersei. Everything.
2: Everything. <clears throat> he has Cersei and and you Jamie Lannister may have lost his sword hand, but he is still a brilliant strategist. Right? It's not like the it's not like it was just Tyrion and Cersei got the smarts. Jamie is the most like Tywin. He does what he wants, when he wants, and how he wants. Exactly like Tywin Lannister. For all of the preaching Tywin did all the time about, about the, the, the the status and the name and the... For all that shit, he was always contradicting his own beliefs in aligning with folks. And then usurping or killing or somehow other taking the power for himself. Jamie's no different. He He flies it under a flag of... But he's just but been it's kicked not. off the
0: king's guard and he's being whisked away, right? He's being sent Craig, gimme give gimme give I mean, tell me what you think. It about doesn't that. mean anything. He like
3: you said, he does what he wants. I mean he killed the king and he stayed the Guard. He literally did what he wasn't supposed to... He was supposed to protect the king. The he only thing the only thing he wasn't
2: supposed to do, that exact his job. thing.
3: Like, you had one job. Yeah, exactly. You had one job, you didn't do And not do just it.
2: killed him, stabbed him in the back, and then walked around like Kingslayer didn't mean anything. He, he wore it as like, a I'm still the most badge concerned.
0: of honor, really, if you but, think but about it. But now it's yeah. his son telling him that he has to go. Is he gonna honor that, or is it's he gonna you? It's not say, his son. I know it is his son,
3: but he doesn't... I mean, I know he's changing his tune, that... It's his son this season, but I still don't think he believes in that. I know it is his son. He doesn't see it that way. He has his end goal, and Tommen has nothing to do with it other than Tommen wears
1: the crown. The
2: only thing Jamie cares
1: about is Cersei. Yeah, but Cersei loves her kids pretty dearly.
2: And Whoa, whoa, yeah, but you know what, dude? At the end of the day— They're pawns. Cersei Lannister is going to choose self-preservation over her.
3: Everybody is a pawn to Cersei, hands down.
2: Yep, including her children. She's used them a million times over. And, and Jamie is going to make Cersei happy. That's the only thing he's going to do ever.
3: That's probably his only weakness. If you really think about everything that he's done throughout the books or the show, the only poor decisions he's made is in the name of her. The things he
2: does for love. Yep. Exactly right. Episode one. Thank you.
0: All right. So uh what was the next big thing that came out of this episode besides uh you know what's going on in, in, in the Red Keep?
2: Uh, uh the next big thing uh in
0: Benjamin? The blood um, of my blood Aria. theme. I thought Arya's yeah.
2: It's
1: Arya's. Aria Arya's choice choosing choosing. Arya's choice Stark. not to kill that theater choosing lady because she complimented her eyebrows. <laughs>
3: But this goes back to this Stark failure, time and time again. This Stark family fuck shit it's up. It's
2: not. I don't think. I don't. I think nobility can't be failure. Ugh. I don't. I don't think that doing the right thing by any. By, we look. We all want Arya to be a badass. We all want she Arya. She is be a badass.
3: Not. I don't That's, want her to be. She truly is a badass. I, think I, of her body I, count.
2: I, I'm with you. I've been saying it forever. We all, But we all wanted her to be a faceless man, and choosing to be a Stark, this adds a layer to the story that I had not ever foreseen. So
3: I actually just read an article, um, and, and I don't know how it's going to work out, and I really don't know how I feel about it. But apparently the rumor is, this is a theory, fan theory, not my theory, that Arya Stark is going to meet up with Lady Stoneheart. What do you think about that? I would love that.
0: Yeah, well, I don't know who Lady Oh, and we get Nymeria back. Oh, we can find. How have do I you wolf? explain it though? Well, Where is not, Lady Stoneheart
3: so, been for three seasons?
0: It it well, it doesn't
2: matter. That's the thing. In the books, you didn't know it was. She was just gone, and then she showed up.
3: But they explained her backstory. Do you think they're going to be able to do it in the show? No, Lady I don't. Stoneheart, I, was, you don't I was just
1: saying that.
2: She's she is basically the resurrected corpse of Catelyn Stark, and and I don't mean. A spirit. I mean, her resurrected, but corpse.
1: not like White Walker resurrected, and not like a zombie. No, that's what a White Walker is. Not at all. Like not at all. Like kind of
3: zombie. zombie. She doesn't speak. I mean, her throat's cut, but like,
1: right,
2: right. Her th- her throat. Right. So she's she's a specter, but she can affect the living. That's the only reason I'm calling her a okay. lost corpse. Interesting. And she's super powerful
0: and deadly. And, and then she helps like fill no. out some of the story that's book related that you can't just it helps you fill this gap while we wait for books to come out. Spoiler alert here
3: in the book. She does kill Bran of Tarth. Do you think that happens in the show if they bring Lady Stoneheart back?
2: I think that if it does happen, it's because uh, Sansa will have died and Brienne will have protected Tormund Giant's
3: brain.
0: <laughs> instead
2: oh. <of> <laughs> that was my next question. I, look, what does
3: Tormund Giant Bane do? Uh, I,
2: I, think, I think that, uh, I, and I said it last show, uh, the moment that, that Brienne is happy, he is going to die. And she's going to have, I think she'll have a choice to face, and that's, Save him or save Sansa, and that I think that's perfect motive for Lady Stoneheart to end that character. That's I
3: didn't think of that, but that's perfect.
2: Score another one. No, we can't inflate this man's ego anymore. Everything is coming up (laughs) Millhouse, CJ, and it continues to come up Millhouse.
3: I I, I really didn't think about it that way, but you're right. I mean, they've it it totally disqualifies the books and kind of makes the books completely irrelevant. But you're right.
2: It doesn't make him irrelevant. It links them. It uh, Brienne is still dead. Okay, and it doesn't matter. It, it we I mean in the books there's there's nothing saying that Sansa would have died. There's I mean this is this is uh, this and is the news. All line.
0: agreed that this is the the season that Sansa bites it.
1: No, we don't agree. We don't I, agree, I, CJ. <laughs> I hope Sansa wins the Game of Thrones.
0: I hope she she's rolls. Done, I, show, I hope she rolls on boardwalk and you're all screwed. God, man, I am so tired of listening to CJ to this episode.
3: Her and Rickon are the next to go. <laughs> there yeah. I don't care about dying. Rakan. Who, Who goes
1: first?
0: Rickon, I think goes
2: first. Yeah, I think Rickon goes first, but he I, serves I, no purpose. I, look, it's <laughs> not at all <laughs> oh, man He's
0: had zero screen time either
2: aria go going back aria absolutely was do, the next do you
0: feel thing. that this was the smart choice on her decision or is this the thing that's going to be her downfall the fact that she betrayed the this family? was a shocking this
2: was the shocking you know and and i don't think it is i think that she's brilliant and every king or queen needs an enforcer and aria Yeah, but be an amazing now isn't I mean, isn't doesn't she have a target just painted on her back? I think that she finds a way to earn her way back into the house of black and white, complete her training, and then return to the throne after John and Daenerys have done the No, there's no way she completes her training. She's done with the uh I disagree. I disagree. And I think it's and I'm telling you, I think it's because <clears throat> what we saw in the series that we didn't see in the books. Was an emotional relationship between Jack and Hagar and Arya Stark. He had no reason to spare her before. I'm telling you, he doesn't kill her now. I mean, even what, what, I don't what think about, he's gonna kill her. I, I think, think she's gonna escape. I mean, even I think at the she's end of this episode, though. Of course, of course. I'm saying she goes back. I'm saying there's no reason she wouldn't be able to go back. I think she flees. No, she's going to flee. Well, she's, I think we all agree I, she's no, leaving no. right now. I'm saying I'm saying this can continue, and her story doesn't have five years down Arya's timeline. She 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 can go back, complete her training, and be a faceless man, but in the service of the throne. Can you be a faceless
3: man in the service of the throne, though? You, can, you I think you can. If you're Arya Stark,
2: listen. The whole, the whole, no, no, no. The whole crazy thing about this is we're seeing a shift, right? From the old gods to the new to this to this faith militant orthodox adaptation. So we're we're seeing a a change, and then you have the Red Priestesses and the God of Fire. It's it's a holy war. There's nothing saying that 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 the the faceless men and, and, and and the one true God can't be one and the same. The God of the throne. Right. If if all that matters is that the throne and the gods are linked, then it doesn't matter which one. It could it could be the god of fire. It could be the old. It could be the new. Or it could be the faceless. Separ- god. Separation the of the many
3: state. God. I don't think it's going to happen.
2: Well, listen, this but we made we've that just, separation just,
1: non-existent.
2: Right. There is no separation. They the closest thing. To the crown is the is the gods, is the faith. And that's the same link that we're seeing with um the the Azora High and the link to the Red Priestesses. It's the same link we see to the drowned god and the king on the islands. And it's exactly what we're going to see, I believe, with the many faced god. There's no reason the many faced god can't be the one associated with all right,
3: so you bring up a point with the Iron Islands. Do you think they're going to sail to help Daenerys?
2: Yeah, they're going to sail and then <laughs> die. Yep, that's
0: how it's, <laughs> it's going to be. Hey, these ships murder them. No,
2: no, no. Yeah, at the moment they get there, there's no reason that they don't just kill them all. Take the ship. She doesn't want to be
0: married to this dick. No, no. Seriously, that's exactly that's exactly. Look, I got you Euron
2: Greyjoy. I, I I have I have Euron Greyjoy in in my Game <laughs> of Thrones fantasy league, and I, at this point. I've gotten what I needed out of him. I'll continue to get some status and maybe some cool one-liners, but he's going to die, and I'm okay with that because he's a pretender. Everyone from the Iron Islands is a pretender.
3: Absolutely, and they really serve no purpose
0: other than to be a – they've just been a nuisance. To get their asses Yeah, kicked. they've been They're a nuisance. whipping
2: boys. Right.
0: So let's talk about the other blood of my blood part for this, uh, the appearance of Benjen Stark.
2: Oh yes,
0: this was awesome. I forgot who he was at first. Not gonna lie. Since
2: the re- since episode
0: yep, he's two, he's been missing right? since episode two. And back, and then, there were a lot of theories that were out there that he was one of the White Walkers. That he, well, he is.
2: Well, yes, but of. I mean, one of but the. But he, and but he clarified our question, and it is a title passed down. The three-eyed raven is a title. Three eyed crow is, is a title. I missed Passed that. What when, when did he you say? Up. Up. I
0: missed that. Yeah. When did that happen?
2: He was, he was explaining that he will, that Bran will learn that Bran will learn that he got Bran. The guy died. Bran got the download. Oh the yeah, you're right. World. Hold on. You're now right. That w- that wasn't I know I'm I've been <laughs> right. You can write this entire episode about everything. This is the episode of John. Ja- it's the summer of George. Summer of George.
3: Oh, Seinfeld references so, never get old.
2: It's listen, it's he got the download. He got the uh multi-pass. multipass download. He got the download of the history of the world throughout that time that he was sort of, you know, white-eyed while they were dragging him. Um and when he comes to, he knows he's not just Bran anymore. He knows that he's something more than human. He can sense that. And Benjen is now there to guide him to being – he's the – he's the he's he's Miyagi, That's for true. Christ's sake.
3: Yeah, but Where do they go, though? Okay, he's Miyagi. No,
2: he's, he's teaching him how to be the three-eyed crow. It's the Black Panther story. It's all of these – hero it's the crow it's everything passed down from generation to generation to right wrongs or to bring balance to the matrix for christ's sake i just i mean i said that before um you know he he is i i said what if what if brand is neo and the knight's king is smith this is this all these stories are the same story and this is a title passed down through the generations. He's learning how to be that, and Benjin, blood of my blood, Benjin is going to guide him through learning to be the three-eyed crow with the knowledge of having been converted by the children of the forest, with the knowledge so of. So, am world. I correct
0: in this? Because I, I did actually have problems. What? What was
2: Sean Connery? What was his name in Highlander? Because that's oh, what I this don't, is. I don't
0: remember, I don't. I- I don't, I don't know. Craig? Not a Highlander guy, but sorry. I was okay, but I'm a Spaniard. Okay, but you
2: get mean? you get my reference, no, right? No, I, I get it. I just the, don't. This this is do they the, go to the wall? Do they hang out the wall? This is the old man to Jean-Claude Claude Van Damme in Kickboxer.
1: What?
3: what? My, my question with what do they do now? All right, they're reunited. Blood of my blood. Yeah, yeah, great. Do they stay above the wall? Do they go to the wall to meet up with John? What are their next steps? Who
2: gives a shit? They, they, their next steps are to discover how to undermine and defeat so they're being, the Night King. they all chased. that matters. I, I get what Craig's saying. They're being chased. They have a different mission. They have nothing to do with anything that's happening yes. south of the wall. Their only job is to defeat sure. the White King. So where does he train? Hold
3: on, though. <laughs> like Where that, does he that train? That comes back, though. A couple episodes, you brought up the point and they kind of hinted to it, too, with him being the voice in the Mad King's head. Is that going to play out?
2: They really did. They they showed you. They showed you that yeah. footage, by the way. Yes, Brian. they did. Did you see that? Yes. Burn them all. Burn them all. Right. They showed you the footage of the Mad King. They showed you all of these things that he could ha- either before or he could potentially still affect. And. Uh, this story can go anywhere. Does this become a bad
3: time it. travel story, though? Because time travel's tough.
2: I don't know. I I don't think so. I, I don't think anything they've done so far has been a bad time travel story. And I think that if they stick to that same sort of motif, they'll be
1: fine. I, I, I my brain hurts because I hate Bran. <laughs> and I just want him to die.
2: But you, Brian, you realize he's the only hope. Yes. That. The kingdoms of man have against the white. Otherwise, white. It, it does it. end
0: as Craig said. The White Walkers just destroy everybody. Be like, should have been paid attention. <laughs> run been right been paid attention. Over I get him. that. I do. I. am still <laughs> mad that he broke Hodor. That's just it,
2: I, I, that I, wound. I, you you wait, can't hold
3: stop. on. Did you see this, the Kickstarter for the Hodor door,
0: doorstop? Oh God, God. there's so many things.
2: We that we I've seen a million things about this, and
0: and I, I love I love it. So I do. So how? So where does he get this training? Where do they go now? What is the next step for them?
2: No, no, no. They don't have to go. That's the beauty of of the the talents that the brand possesses as a warg and as a as a skin. I'm sorry, a warg and a green seer, and now as the three eyed crow, is that because we've now found out this is something passed down, and he is more powerful than anyone previously. He can take this thing to. I'm. I look. What I'm saying is that. When he's ready, he won't right, have to. But he to needs to get ready. And he says, <laughs> I have a lot to learn. No, no, no. But that that happens with practice. That happens by warging by by green sight. So is he gonna warg the three-head dragon? Dude, he's gonna figure out how to warg into a dragon. Holy shit. Did you just say that out loud? Oh, I hadn't even thought of it. He's gonna Oh my but god. But
3: no, the whole story ends with well, in theory and the big rumors is three headed dragon, that's what's gonna solve all the problems. Holy now, shit. Now the heads of the dragons is gonna be John, Daenerys, Tyrion. In theory, now is he gonna be the one that controls that and be Warg into the giant dragon of the three heads.
2: But how how do they how do they how do they create a three
3: there's no They'd with their need, powers combined, well, they've got three dragons. They've got three people to control the dragons. I, think, I,
2: I th- no, I think metaphorically, your idea works better than it does in actuality. You can't just create a fucking.
0: I, are you sure? Create like, anything you want. We cr- we I put think, a, we, no, no, we, we I, stab I a guy's heart with dragon with 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 dragon blades, and then they become a white walker. You telling me we can't we can't fusion no, dance I'm, three I'm dragons <laughs> together? No.
2: It took, these, it took these three old stones and Daenerys Targaryen to bear these three
0: Okay, dragons. so hold this, on.
3: This I got is... a theory. Hear me out on this. So there are two Targaryens left in theory that can ride dragons, blood of dragons. There's three dragons. So you got Jon Snow, who should be all the ride a dragon, control a dragon. Right. You've got Daenerys, right. who clearly can. We saw that in this episode. And then you yep. have a third Absolutely. dragon that has no one to control. He needs to be able to control that third dragon.
2: I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm perfectly. I'm that story. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with. I think that your theory, that uh, I think that the the three pronged approach is is probably brilliant uh, in as a metaphor. And also, brand controlling a third dragon. That is, I look. It's it's not something I've ever read. So that's a, that's that, a brilliant thought. Is that Craig? Is that yours, or is that somebody you else? No, I mean
3: it just makes sense. I mean, there's a giant animal that can breathe fire. Fire kills the White Walkers, and you have this person that can control animals and go into their
0: senses. Never thought of it. It, it just Never. adds up in my what head. Oh, I love that so much. Brilliant, brilliant. Fairy. All right, so let's talk about Daenerys because uh, uh, she has dragon radar to just find. It's like they're when you her know children. when your kid's she yeah. knows where Dude, they are. I mean, I'm a dad. I don't know where my kid is 100% time by feeling it. I I mean, and sh- I, I I have a 3-year-old. The dragons aren't that old. You know why you yeah, can't know? The dragons, you know you are, the dragons are young. They're not that old.
2: They're if not young you anymore. They You shed old. your MK ultra training, you <laughs> would be closer to your daughter. Shed
0: your training. Okay, so she finds she she finally gets to do the how I tame your dragon moment that we've been waiting for. That's not
3: the important part of it though. The important part the important part is when they said she's a destroyer, a conqueror.
0: He's riding, she's riding the, the
3: alpha biggest,
1: male.
2: I mean, she's she's riding yeah. Drogon. I mean, it, it, this is this is the this is all that matters. And he has gotten formidably huge. Huge. I mean, he's he's bigger than one Hulk. He's big. Remind me to
0: go lowbrow later because there's a funny Game of
3: Thrones <laughs> story. Lowbrow.
0: You can always go lowbrow on this show, Craig. You can always go lowbrow.
3: So you porn produced the Game of Thrones porn?
0: Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) I didn't know it was this low. Was it Game of Bones? Yeah, I think
2: so. Nice. Super low. Super low. Super low. Like, you know what else is super low? You know what else is super low, CJ? The ratio of cats to males in Brian's palatial estate is
1: super low. Anyway, you're going to continue talking about Daenerys? I thought that scene was awesome. Yeah, it was, but I'm worried about her becoming
3: a conqueror, not a saver.
2: Um, I, I wouldn't worry about that she, because because the dragons will always be loyal to her. And I, I think that at her core, she understands. And Craig, I, in this case, I have to go back to the story. She always understands that above all else, she, her biggest desire is to rule this kingdom, not kill people. So... She I think she's getting to the point where she understands there are acceptable casualties, there's a proportional response and she's going to rule the way she needs to. She wants she wants people to love her as well as respect and fear her. And and I I think I don't think that her command over Drogon at this point compromises that that balance.
3: I'm worried about what her Council is telling her, though, not necessarily her being able to control the dragon.
2: I think as soon as she links up with Tyrion, she's fine. He's, she, he is the most temperate council and most
0: wise she can have. He ever could die the next
3: episode, though.
0: Yeah, but he's not. Uh, <laughs> don't you dare so
3: say that about I actually Peter wanted to bring that up, and I know, Josh, I know your answer. If someone, I mean, people die, beloved characters die on this show. If you had to pick one character, that you would be done. You're out. You're over it. Who is it that dies that you're done? Daenerys.
2: It's Jon Snow. For really? Me.
3: Not Tyrion?
2: No. It's Jon Snow because from the beginning, I thought he was the key to this whole story. So I don't... In my heart, I believe he he is he's the son of Rhaegal Targaryen, and I believe that he is the end of the story. I believe Jon Snow is everything here, and I, I believe it because of... The kind of uh, uh, when everything you love dies, with when when there's absolutely no hope whatsoever, the hope has to be found in the least likely of places, and I think that this is it. He's
3: been the underdog. I'll give you that.
2: Do you think they can kill him again right. and kill him for real? Before I, I, I think that very much like Daenerys, I think this dude is. He's full-on Steven Seagal, bro. Because
0: <sighs> Daenerys is mine, that if, if you kill her, I'm like, well, what the fuck were we all doing here? Like, I'm, I'm taking my ball and going home. I think, look, and I, I think we can, I'm in, I'm in
2: Craig's, Craig's court now. I, if, if Bran can control these dragons, I don't necessarily need Daenerys Targaryen. I need, I, I, do, I do like having Tyrion around, but his death Doesn't do anything but make it a little bit more difficult to add humor to this show. So, at the end of the day, he's not an amazing warrior. He's one of the best strategists on the show, in the Seven Kingdoms, and now outside of it. And can offer amazing counsel to Daenerys. But at some point, he will become useless. And that point will be as soon as they reach Westeros. Because there's no lack of... At that point, Craig, I think that what we talked about before, the 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 link between Littlefinger and Varys, I think that they can advise really well, and I think that there will be other people. I think, I think Jorah Mormont is as noble as Tyrion is, and I think that uh, Dario Neharis is as cunning as Tyrion is. So there's balance to be
0: had. Craig, what about you? Who's your without without Peter your Dick? character that if they kill off, you're you're packing up? I don't know that I have
3: one character that I love that if they kill them off, I would be done. I think Arya I like the most um and I would be really sad if they killed her off. But I don't really have anybody that's so important to the story or at least the way I see the story playing out that if they killed off it would be over for me.
2: I, I want to clarify, I am not a I am not a Jon Snow super fan. I, I really I'm not crazy about the character. I'm crazy about the potential in the story. And if, if if you're saying like my my favorite character is Tyrion Lannister, I don't think there's anyone better on the show or for the show for the people that watch. So from that perspective I I I wouldn't want to watch a show without Peter Dinklage on it, but I would anyway because I believe in the story. Jon Snow is the part of the story I can't reconcile without.
0: Is there any big takeaway? Is there anything that you think that we missed from last well two weeks episodes now? Uh, blood of my blood that we didn't talk about. Is there something that we we need to be aware of? Something that we missed? Greg, I'll open up to you. Uh, no, I think the big thing. Um, I think the biggest thing that
3: was kind of overlooked by maybe the sh- people that just watched the show is Benjen coming back. I think that's going to be a huge part of the story.
2: I know we haven't seen him since episode two, but there's a reason we to hit on that. Back. We hit on that pretty hard. I I think I think we think it's a pretty big deal. And what What about like? So I mean, we we hit on uh Jamie and Cersei that angle we obviously we talked in depth about Arya we talked about Benjen we talked about Bran Daenerys uh we talked about Tyrion just very little and the Iron Islands very They low. weren't really in the episode Is though. Is there a piece of this episode that you feel is has gone largely maybe was a missed opportunity or is over No
3: this has been my favorite episode this season cuz I can see very clearly what they're doing with everything it, it's it's a big story it, exactly builder. there wasn't a lot of fluff it was really to the point um, it, it opened up a lot ton of yes. content
2: not a, not a lot of battles not popcorn not yeah not special effects which is good this is the turning is point the
3: the beginning it was the beginning that was episode 6 if I remember correctly the first the beginning yeah, of the exactly. end exactly right. this was building up 7 through the end is gonna be just intense
2: 789 should be incredibly intense and and then 10 obviously will be a a, a big uh, reveal followed by a ridiculous cliffhanger.
0: So there's a lot obviously a lot that we're we're speculating about and it really comes down to this. We want to know what you guys think by the time that this airs of The Broken Man. We want to know your thoughts, your theories, what grabbed you the most. So, a couple ways you can do that. Number 1, you can call us at 484-373 Four one one nine. you can also get to us at twitter at that kind of nerd you can email us your theories at got game of thrones at that kind of dot com that's got at that kind of dot com I want to thank Craig Newcomb for joining us for this talk of game of thrones it's nice to have you back thank you Craig thank you for having me and I'd like to thank Brian for playing overwatch during the last couple of <coughs> 40 minutes
1: Throughout the entire, true, through entire the entire thing, don't 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 do that. And I've been very active. Oh yeah, you've been super active. <laughs> I have nothing to say about Mary Poppins. I'm so sorry, Josh.
2: <laughs> Brian has gone through an entire roll of toilet paper with how active he's been over everything I've discussed
0: this episode. <laughs> There's the stainer. I want to thank you guys so much for listening and please, again, please reach out to us. Talk to us about your Game of Thrones theory. That's how we got Craig on the show. We want to have you guys on here too. So please reach out to us. Thank you so much for listening and we will see you guys next week.